0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hunt Lifty Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Luke. Rolling solo this week, uh, Perry couldn't make it on and neither could Evan, so we've got Pete sitting here in the house and we're going to do a little recap of the past couple weeks. What's going on, man?
1: Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks. Uh, I'm glad we could take some time to catch up.
0: Yeah, definitely. We, We have a lot to catch up on, everything from you doing your powerlifting total and your marathon to launching the HLE Couch to Mountain program and kind of the way ahead with all the, the programming for Hunt, Lift, Eat. So let's go ahead and jump right in, man. So let's kind of give me a recap of, of the week, kind of tell folks that maybe didn't know what the challenge looked like and then from there what the uh, what the results were and then kind of what some of your thoughts on maybe why we had the results or not we you had the results <laughs> you had. I was living vicariously through you.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, the goal was to... Uh, three-lift total, which is squat, bench, and deadlift, 1,500 pounds, and run a sub-four-hour marathon in the same week. Um, So that was squat on Tuesday, bench Wednesday, deadlift Thursday, marathon Sunday. Um, This is my third marathon and second attempt at this, um, and I was pretty optimistic. Um, Ended up getting uh, 501 on squat, 363 on bench and then a 475 deadlift and then ran a 4 hour and 47 minute uh, marathon which we'll, we'll get into the marathon later uh, but yeah like uh, it was pretty disappointing uh, the results because uh, I was going for like a 525 squat, a 400 pound bench and a uh, at least a 550 deadlift um, and None of that happened, and then obviously the four-hour marathon, I was pretty optimistic about that, Um, but I think there's a lot of lessons learned, Um, and ultimately, like a lot of my friends have reminded me, I never thought I'd say I'd be disappointed with a 500-pound squat in a marathon in the same week. Um, If you would have told 18-year-old Peter that that was a thing, he would have laughed at you, uh, because I don't think he'd run more than three miles in his life, but still, yeah, a lot of of lessons learned that I want to share with everyone. Uh, that Luke and I will kind of go over um, as we dig more into this. But yeah, so 1339 total in a four hour and 47 minute marathon is what it came out to be.
0: I mean, that, yeah, obviously it wasn't the result you were hoping for, but dude, I was said on the last podcast when I was talking shit about having a better powerlifting total than you. I heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't run 26 miles right now. That's for damn sure. And I definitely couldn't do it at 9,000 feet and sub. Five hours. I mean, that's that's crazy. Um, there's not too many people probably on the planet that can do something like that, and that are willing to even train because it's really hard to train. As somebody who was trying to do it and then had a relatively, you know, bad injury in the middle of it, I, I definitely can respect that shit, man. That's that's badass. And uh, plus, like, I mean, <clears throat> we had NTC smack dab in the middle of that training, and when you have six weeks of poor sleep poor nutrition and no training like it, it's bound to have some fairly fairly significant input and excuse me impacts and i think you know when we were talking about doing this me and you both in our heads probably understated those those impacts a little bit
1: oh yeah for sure now is it like looking back because i kind of spent the last week kind of not looking my lens. well actually some of them look my lens because well getting into that uh i may or may not across the finish line with uh uh, blood running down my leg because I chased so bad for the last six miles. Yeah,
0: that picture's pretty epic.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't think that one's gonna make it on the gram. It's uh, too a little little too easy to poke holes in there. But uh, um, yeah, because when when did you and I sign up for this thing originally? It was like January, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was right. Yeah, because yeah, it, like it was our first episode.
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was right after Christmas. Yeah. Yep. And uh, definitely did not grasp. Uh, or really, like, take into account what the the training cycle was going to be like. Um, Because looking back to the last six months leading up to the first time I attempted this, like, I put 75 pounds each on my squat and deadlift max. I put 50 pounds on my bench max. Um, And then actually all of my numbers uh, from – with the exception of squat – back in uh, October, were higher than they were, you know, two weeks ago. So, like, that was kind of disappointing itself to, to, you know, to work your ass off uh, for, what, six, seven, eight months, and then to take, you know, like a step back, um, and then a pretty big step back on the marathon. But, uh, yeah, we definitely didn't take into account, um, I don't know, I I was actually studying for my – Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist test today. And was overviewing, like, working through the study guide. And it was like, you know, how long does it take D training to set in? And it was like, well, at 14 days it starts. And I was like, well, shit, I was gone for 42. Yeah. Uh, like, maybe you should have listened to science, Peter, um, when you looked at your schedule in the first place. Um, but I'm happy I did it. And, yeah, that was my first. Because ultimately, while the strength numbers were pretty – Um, lacking, you know, in terms of where my goals were. Uh, That was my first, uh, like, actual organized marathon, right, because of COVID and everything. The first two were virtual, which I've said before just means you're sad and alone, and there's no one handing you water on the trail. You have to, like, pre-position it, uh, which means you wake up even earlier to do it. But, uh, yeah, so that was a good experience in and of itself, Um, just kind of seeing – what like that all is um and admit I think there were only 300 runners on this one it was in Steamboat Springs Colorado uh so not a very big marathon by any means I mean New York City um which I'm running in the fall has I I think it's 50,000 participants every year which is like 20 times bigger than the town I grew up in so
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy that's a lot of freaking people I think that's more people that's from my county.
1: Yeah, dude. It's, I mean, there's something like 2.5 million people come out to support the New York City Marathon every year. Like, you start to read into it and you're like, dude, this this is a big deal. Um, but I digress. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, squat, yeah. Went in. Uh, Luke was there with me. Uh, hit, I think it was like 470 something. Pretty, pretty good. Hit 501. Uh, kind of saw the wizard at the end of that one so we decided to stop at 501 <laughs> um I've been there yeah and then bench um just didn't 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 go well um had had some stuff get in the way that morning it kind of got in my head put my cortisol levels up and uh topped out at 363 which is frustrating because I'd hit 360 like uh what was it like two weeks three weeks prior to that I hit 365 or three. Um, so just didn't, didn't perform well. And then on deadlift hit, you know, uh, 475 real easy and then missed 505 twice. Um, yeah, which was also frustrating cause the, I, I, I've hit 470 for three, you know, prior to this. Um, so I think it just not performance anxiety cause it's just me in the gym, but, uh, just didn't. Didn't perform well on game day, um, which ultimately, like, there's a reason, you know, Tom Brady has so many Super Bowl rings, it's because he performs, and there's a reason I didn't hit 1,500 pounds, because it (laughs) didn't. But,
0: yeah, I mean, it's one of those things, too, I felt like, coming out of NTC, there was no time to have, like, there's no real time to peak, and then deload, Mm -hmm. and then go into it, Mm -hmm. so, like, you, you never had... I think in my head ideally um, you know if I'm doing this I, I would have a several kind of mock competition type um, weeks you mm-hmm. know several you know weeks or months prior to run and so you can then run these things that kind of simulate exactly how you're gonna set it up and do them same locations that sort of thing and then you can get your one reps to test your numbers to add, get a true one rep max to know where you're at and then just where. NTC was positioned, like, that six weeks would have been, like, primo time on the front end or the back end to do that, and you couldn't do it. And then you basically had to try to cram, shake all the rust off for two, three weeks, and then deload for a week and a half, and then go straight into it, which is just not optimal. And it's it's not – you know, it's just – it's not very realistic to your I mean you could still perform well which honestly you did 1300 pounds is nothing to slouch at and you still ran the fucking marathon 1339 well I was rounding 39 pounds (laughs) I mean hey (laughs) don't sell yourself short Uh, I won't sell you short but I mean it's still a hell of a feat but it's definitely not the type of thing to where you're going to be able to perform at your peak after doing something like that, because I mean, the sleep schedule was shit for both of us. The nutrition is dismal. Um, you're eating the most processed food on the planet, low protein, high carbohydrate, you know, it's just not, not great. Um, yeah. Not great
1: and, and on that actually, cause, and to kind of explain uh, to people how um, I personally manage peaking, well, actually, so the, to take a step back, the concept of peaking, right? You have to hit your, like, if you're, say, we'll use, um, like, strength training, for example. Probably, and uh, I don't know, Anthony might know probably more how to do this than I do, but uh, typically two to three weeks out, you want to hit your heaviest weights prior to competition and then have a little bit of a deload. So you build up to two or three weeks out and then have a little bit of a deload going into it so you're fresh, right? You do the same thing for running. So generally um I've peaked out at uh either 18 or 15 miles for for my marathons. But then because you're doing both of them at the same time, you have to stack those. Right? So you can't knock out your long 18-mile run on Saturday and then have peak strength week 3, you know, the next the very next week, right? Like yeah, that's yeah. not how that works. Um, so I did all the math and, and you lose aerobic ability slower than you use, um, anaerobic or muscular strength or anaerobic ability or muscular strength, uh, just because that's what scientists have told me in books, uh, <laughs> cause I'm not one, but yeah. So I was like, I, right, I've always peaked, um, aerobically, uh, sooner and then given myself like two weeks before I peak. Uh, with strength and then I do you know my strength peak uh, two weeks prior to me actually testing so what that looks like is four weeks out from the marathon is when my peak distance wise. what that translated to is not running for 42 days at 38 or whatever it was um, and then uh, squeezing in a seven miler the week we got back and I ran that 15 miler like the very next week like i had been back for like 10 days before I cranked that thing out um so, yeah, super not ideal for that. Um, but even then, I was still happy with my pace because, like I said, uh, aerobic ability, like, tapers off faster than than absolute strength does. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm kind of losing my train of thought where I was going with that. But anyway, what that translated to is me having to crank that 15-miler out and peak when – like to your point, we were still just kind of like adjusting back to like a good diet and some kind of and shaking the rust off and everything, and um, had to shake the rust off in a in a real serious way. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. That's uh, that was brutal. Honestly, when I came back, I kept joking, and I think I was serious that I think I would rather have torn my quad and not run the marathon. In hindsight, when I was sitting there. Man, I do not want to be traded. Like, have a marathon in three weeks coming back from NTC. It's pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, man, it's still a hell of a hell of a task, and I think something definitely worthwhile. I'm gonna, I gotta see what the fall holds for me as far as some of my uh, military stuff. Um, but it's something I want to revisit and kind of reengage and, and try for again. I think I don't think I'm gonna be like you, where I'm gonna turn into a habitual marathon runner. But I think if I do one would be yeah. good enough and I'll, I'll knock my one out for the rest of my life but he knows maybe I'll do one and get hooked and decide to keep doing them but I definitely am going to knock one out and I think I might try to just train and focus on a marathon first and then focus on trying to do the strength thing uh, as I was looking at it it's like maybe it makes more sense to just get because I don't We you know you knocked one out mm-hmm. and I think that that at least helps get that boogeyman off your back than mm-hmm. when you're trying to train yeah, for both at the yeah, same time.
1: Yeah, I did my first one completely separate. I was still strength training, but it was like not tied yeah. with anything else. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I, I think I might do that because I found one, I think, in October um, or November. I saw one in Colorado, not too far from here. So I was like, maybe I'll train for that one.
1: You mean the, the Pikes Peak Marathon? i <laughs> just <laughs> fourteen. Do a 14,000 feet um, of elevation. For, yeah. for everyone out there, the Pikes Peak Marathon is 13 miles up pikes peak and then 13 miles down pikes peak Pikes <laughs> Peak's brutal. fourteen
0: fourteen thousand feet um yeah that would not be my first one that would be a cool <laughs> one to do but yeah people just walk that one like nobody runs really uh, i'm sure yeah. some guys do but most people just walk the pikes peak marathon until down uh, yeah one.
1: dude um well so speaking altitude i guess we can doubt we should probably dive in a marathon a little bit so Steamboat spring, starting altitude, 8,400 feet, finish altitude of 6,800 feet. Yeah, so about a 1,600-foot drop um, with another 1,000 feet of elevation gain, which I didn't really pay attention to when I looked at the course map, right? Um, because I was like, all right, cool. First, uh, you know, you lose about half of that altitude in the first uh, 10 miles. Uh, you know, be able to be ahead of pace then, which I was. I was at a 9... Nine minute pace when I hit the half marathon mark, which is like I was pretty stoked with that.
0: Yeah, you're, um, you were cruising,
1: dude. I was I was flying. I felt so damn good, um, and then the rolling hills started uh, for the next half marathon, uh, or the the second half of it. And oh my gosh, man, the sun came out because we started at seven thirty. You're still like seven thousand feet altitude. Uh, well, more than that, uh, probably seventy five hundred. Sun comes out. did it got up to eighty nine at seven thousand feet altitude with zero shade. Whoa. It was absolutely brutal. Um, and I think the reason <laughs> I think the reason I shaved is because I sweat so damn much, and, and then the sun like dried it out. Then the like salt. the salts were like just kind of like drying out, and uh, like basically just created its own form of like.
0: Sandpaper, sandpaper thighs. Uh, um, I've never run a marathon because I've done one, but on long rucks, I've definitely chafed so bad that I've bled, and it's brutal. That just nothing. That shower afterwards is oh, the worst oh, in the world. I think my mom so heard me say some some
1: some <laughs> words in the shower that she hadn't heard out of me
0: before. <laughs> oh my gosh, oh. that stinks so bad. Body Glide. I'm a big Body Glide fan i buy that shit it looks like a yeah oh uh, oh believe me oh I, I used it oh it was <laughs> it did help no well i think i sweated it
1: off that's that's the thing i just that the heat was unexpected i know 89 didn't sound like a lot but for anyone that's been at altitude the sun uh, uh it doesn't feel hot but the sun just has that i mean you're that much closer to it so i mean it'll take a toll on you
0: Yeah, the uv down here or up here in colorado was brutal i completely different uh, recreational activity than running the marathon i was out on the lake this weekend and i am extremely sunburned i was just drinking beer on a boat but you know running a marathon same thing
1: um but yeah dude the chafing like i had all these plans like mom got me because my whole family drove up uh, which was super cool because my sister ran it brother-in-law ran the 10k it was a whole whole event thing that was awesome and uh like, mom bought Epsom salts. So I was going to take an Epsom salt bath. with a, you know, the, the Airbnb had, like, a hot tub. We're jumping that later. And then I was like, dude, I have this, like, open sore. <laughs> All the plans I had to make it better uh, were like, man, or I could not get a bacterial infection. Like, that's cool, too, you know?
0: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's that's brutal. Um, there's a few things worse than, than bad chafing. I can only imagine having, like, 10 miles to go.
1: Yeah. Well, so what did make me feel a little bit better was that there were only five people that actually had Boston qualifying times on this course. Um, And I was actually only in like, I think I was somewhere in between half and two thirds of the way through the pack. Um, That made me feel a little bit better. Story about that, we actually, uh, we went to the Steamboat Hot Springs um, the night before Uh, just uh, which are awesome highly recommend for anyone because they've got cold pools next to like 100 degree pools Um, and you can just go contrast and it's it's awesome that's badass Um, but uh, we were hanging out and this gal swam by and she kind of poked her head up and we were chatting and you know looked over at us and she was super fit like had three kids that she had just saw and then, like, came out of the water and had like veins in her shoulder and her abs that were very clearly visible. Um, and then we, I was like, Hey, you running? Oh, obviously. Um, and she was like, Yeah, this is just like a good marathon to do for the scenery and everything. You know, no one really should come here and expect them to set PRs. And I was like, well, that's a hell of a statement to hear from the ab vein chick the night before I run this damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's still mad. I was like, no, 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 I got this. Listen to listen to the person with more ab veins than you uh, <laughs> about the marathon course. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then she got out of the water, and I saw an Iron Man tattoo on their thigh, and I was like, oh, okay, see, I, I definitely need to listen there. <laughs> oh,
0: my gosh. Oh, man. That's crazy. That's funny. Um, yeah, maybe we should have done some more research on the actual <laughs> course and the elevation. Which we knew all that. We just were like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll
1: yeah, be we fine. also said, oh, NTC will be fine, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: we, maybe we should have not burned all the ships, just had one, left <laughs> yeah, one. Just like a lifeboat or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. But uh, the cool part about it, i don't know one of my takeaways because also after the finish line came uh was talking chatting this dude that i passed at the end and he was probably 70 and uh he didn't look like he was doing very good like kind of like a heat issue thing so i was like hey how you doing you know just want to kind of he was just kind of walking around hey how you doing man um and he was good we chatted a little bit and that was his 91st marathon Good Lord. Nine, so do the math on that. Say you've run from 20 to 70. That is over to, it's from age 20 to 70. Actually, he's probably 60. We'll call it 40 years. That is 2 point uh, whatever, one a year for 40 years. That's insanity. That, like, and I don't know. The, I guess, I don't know. Anyone you meet, anyone, I, like, I don't know, I have this thing, like, if you, you ever meet someone that's like on the come up with their fitness or whatever, that's a little cocky, like they ain't looking at the right people because the more and more you dive into it, the more humbled you get, uh, the more you realize that the, the tip of the, as you come down off the bell curve on the, on the high side, man, it is, it. it there's some real athletes out there.
0: Yeah. I mean, just, uh, Oh, I've done the incline a couple times up here in Manitou Springs, which is, you know, getting it done isn't a, a feat in of itself. I mean, it's one of those things that's all the tourists like to get up at the top and take their selfie with the steep ass stairs. And for those that don't know about it, it's a an old mining track that is now made with their stairs, and it's extremely steep. You do, uh, oh hell, I can't even remember now. It's over two thousand. Uh, foot elevation gain and like .88 miles, something like that. Yeah, it's
1: yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, but it's it, yeah, it's brutal.
0: And uh, I've done it uh, two or three times now. But I, there's this old guy. Um, he lives in Manitou, and I was talking to him. He does it a minimum of once a day, if not twice a day, every day. Jesus, dude. And he looked like it. That old dude, just no shirt on, just like straight up. You know, just. I'm just like slow and steady. This guy's just basically trotting up these stairs. And then he just turns around, comes right back down. I wasn't halfway up before he was already coming. But he Jesus, passed me as man. I was halfway up. It was crazy. Jesus. Um dude looked to be probably in his seventies, late sixties, early seventies. Just wild. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're cocky about where you're where you're at, um you probably should look in the mirror a little bit and uh go either surround yourself with other folks or, or look at what other people are doing because I'll tell you what, there's some studs out there.
1: Yeah. Speaking of the mayor. So like I said, this is, this is, this is actually was a, a good, um, experience. Like I don't know, take away from this. Cause like I said, it, this was my first organized, um, marathon. And I, so I'd really never run around anyone else and, uh, got to, they, they bust us out to the, uh, start line which was a 40 minute drive which really kind of made it sink in uh how damn far it was but uh, i got at the start line and i looked around and i was with my sister you know running together and everything and i was like i think i've got 30 pounds on the next biggest person here um there's a couple other larger dudes but uh it, it really sunk in then i was like well maybe uh, this is there's a reason uh large folk don't try this um and then on the on the course itself, I can't tell you how many cars drove by, uh, that because it was an open course. That, you know, they shut it down to like one lane or whatever, just on a county road and the mountains. And um, like you know, the old lady would be in the passenger seat or whatever, and they drive by, and she would just blatantly stare at me uh, with this like just. Dis- like, hey, does like does he know that that's like this is not his thing? That there's like other stuff that you should do with that body time. <laughs>
0: uh, it's funny because like you're, uh, you posted a photo on your story or to your Instagram from the starting line when you're just like chilling and you are visibly bigger than everybody. Yeah, yeah. You look like a gorilla with yeah. the prairie dogs.
1: Uh, and yeah, for everyone out there that hasn't uh, you know or just not tuning in or whatever, I'm six one, two forty. Um, and yeah, so I, I think I had at least 30 pounds. i like the next biggest person there. Um, uh, but, so that was like a little bit like encouraging, uh, because at least made me feel good. Uh, you know, I, I can guarantee you no one else, no one else pulled off a 500 pounds squat that week. Um, but,
0: but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely awesome. And I think you know, I know we talked and it's something you're going to still continue to continue to strive for and I think that that in and of itself is impressive to me is that you know this is this was a pretty lofty goal when you made it you know sub four hour marathon 1500 pound powerlifting total and I think you know you knew at least after the first attempt you knew this is probably going to take a while mm-hmm. and with that is going to come you know probably a significant amount of you know trial error learning as you attempt to do this and you know maybe I mean maybe you can maybe you can who, who knows I would assume you can do it based on the numbers that you, you got to prior to um, and so I think it's it's cool that you're going to continue this journey and we're going to get to kind of follow along as you attempt it again and you know continue to progress
1: well and on that somewhat of an announcement actually um, today uh, got off the phone with the lady um, with TAPS the transition assistance program for survivors so gold star kids and gold star families um and i will be running the new york city marathon in the fall uh four tabs raising money four tabs hell yeah that's awesome so yeah um, super excited about that wanted to run with them last year and they were full up um and and she reached back out to me this uh last week <laughs> ironically the the week after i ran i just finished one and i was like you know what i'm on it uh well, let's do it so super excited uh to to uh, one, run New York City, and and two, to be able to raise money for such an awesome organization. Uh, but we'll talk more about that later. Yeah,
0: that's that's awesome. That's a hell of a cause, and it's definitely something we're going to get behind and support. We'll uh, we'll make sure we're we're pushing it out of the announcements as we get more information for where folks can go to donate, and we'll push push stuff out through our social media and talk about it more on the podcast and everything. And and uh, HLE will do some sort of match pledge as well, because I think that's definitely definitely worthwhile um
1: but yeah like you said i think uh that sorry that was a it just felt like that was a good time to to sprinkle that one in um, yeah for sure. that, that's, that's hot off the press there uh that I literally got off the phone with her probably like uh like noon today but um <clears throat> yeah i think so that'll be my fourth attempt at this uh, fourth marathon sorry third attempt at the the 1500 the, the whole strength times endurance thing um and you know what? If it takes uh, five, six, seven—I uh, don't know—seven chapters in a book is a hell of a lot better read than than two chapters in a book. So, yeah, I don't know.
0: It's a—it's—it's it's fun looking at it from my perspective, uh, mostly because I don't have to run the fucking marathon. Uh, <laughs> no, but. Uh, it is because it's cool because I remember we weren't even really, like, talking again. You know, we kind of fell out of contact with the way you do in the Army when you PCS and do your own thing. And uh, I just remember seeing it on social media as you were attempting this, and I thought, like, damn, that's, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought, like, that's really cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's really cool, and I, I want to see how he does. And then, you know, you put a ton of uh, – you know, strength on a hundred pounds on your total and, and crushed it. And then, you know, knocked out a marathon the same week. And I was like, damn, that's, that's cool. Like he didn't hit his goal, but then you're like, Oh, I'm doing it again. And I was like, damn, like, this is real cool. And that's kind of when we started talking again Was when you decided you were going to do it again. So it's been cool to look at it from, from here. And then, you know, as you continue on, it's going to be even cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. So when you go to New York, you're going to try to do the powerlifting as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll do it that week, and then and then fly out. Uh, probably the same schedule: Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday lift, fly out Friday, uh, and reverse acclimate this time. Lose six thousand feet of altitude. Uh, I think this this is going to be this will be the four hour one for sure because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> I'm yeah. losing six
0: thousand feet in altitude. It should be a lot easier as you're uh, you're dropping. From Colorado Springs down to New York City, that'll be um, good. That'll be really good. I'm excited for it. Yeah, me too, man.
1: And uh, yeah, and that's 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 a cool one too. There's a lot of people that that has a lot of meaning um, for a lot of people. Um, there's plenty of people that run it, you know, in memoriam and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know. That's and that's another thing that, that uh, story from this this marathon. Kind of not to segue completely back to that one, but uh, there's a my parents at the end of this were like, "Hey, did you see that lady pushing her son in the in the the stroller, or the wheelchair, or whatever? She had a pretty severely disabled uh, son." And I was like, "Yeah, I I saw her four times." And they're like, "What do you mean you saw her four times?" And I'm like, because she would pass me and then pull off to the side of the road where her husband was like riding a bike. He would ride ahead of her, uh, so she could give her son water and food. And then would get back on the course and pass me again. And that happened four (laughs) times. Oh, man. And all my my family is like, oh, gosh, it's so inspirational. I was like, I low-key hate that lady. (laughs) Because I felt like a real turd. (laughs) She's just
0: crushing you while while pushing her son in a stroller. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man, that's that's incredible. I mean, that kind of goes back to the conversation about, like, you you know, if you have an ego, you probably need to check that because there's – folks out there doing pretty incredible things and and then their, their perspective you know that's something else As we get to you know we kind of talked about we don't need to go into it but just conversations on like negativity and stuff like it's all perspective and mm-hmm. you know you, you look at things and you see other people's circumstances and you realize like you know what I got a lot to be grateful for like things aren't that bad you know we're doing okay and I think that's really important mm-hmm. doing stuff like that really kind of helps with that perspective doing hard things difficult things helps with that perspective
1: yeah um and, and actually on you just said on a good point and this is something that i cannot say enough about how much it, sometimes it only well i don't want to say that the endurance stuff is the only way to bring it about but um there's something special about mile 15 right and, and i'm i'm getting somewhere with this but just bear with me but you have run farther than a half marathon, and you look at mile 15 and you're like, son of a bitch, I have 11 miles to go. <laughs> when you are deep double digits and you still have double digits left, you're like, oh my God, this is, oh man. Um, so, uh, I, and I did a little, like, very, you know, marathon brain uh, story post about this that so I was, it might have been a little cringy. Uh, it's very David Goggins esque, uh, hardo type stuff. But, um, some, some demons can come out then. Um, when, when you're like, man, like what, am, like, what am I made of? And it never, never gets easier. Uh, it, it this is number three where that, that mileage, it just staring in the face just sucks. And, uh, I kind of had this wave of, um, I don't know. Uh, like, so, not to get... Whatever. You know what? We're, we're, we're going to get real. So, uh, on, uh, on my birthday in 2017 on deployment, stood at a spot. We were doing some stuff. And my platoon sergeant was like, hey, we need to get out of here. Like, right now. Like, I'm playing the, like, listener NCO card. Like, we're, we're leaving right now. I was like, you know what? I heard the tone in his voice on the radio. I was like, roger that. Like, let's get in the truck. And then... Um, two weeks after we redeployed and got back stateside, uh, what was my truck got hit with a V bid on the spot where I was standing, where my platoon sergeant said, like, we need to get the hell out of here right now. Um, and for someone that has never like, didn't get a combat instruments badge, never fired his weapon, never got shot at. Like that's always eaten to me a little bit. Right. Um. And so that came out of mile 15. It was like, Pete, like you get to run these next 11 miles. Like you literally have the privilege to, to run these next 11 miles. Like you, you, that, and, and once that, once that hit me and sunk in, um, well, I don't want to say it wasn't a problem because it still, it still was tough, but, um, yeah, there's that. And, and that's like. Uh, that's why I just uh, encourage a plug the distance stuff so much for people because you get to peel back some layers of yourself, um, that, that you, you might not otherwise get to peel back. Uh, there's all kinds of, you know, psychological things that happen. Uh, your you know, your body's under a ton of stress and a lot, you know, whatever that like story is for you. Um, I mean, that's what, it, that's what it was for me this time that, that, that came back and, um but you, you know you might not ever ruminate on those things and kind of realize um you know where you're at in life this it has different effects of different people but it, it is bottom line is they like there will be an experience like that that you have um whether it's at mile 11 of 13.1 or mile 15 of 26.2 or what like whatever it is um and and, and that i wouldn't trade anything for the like I wouldn't trade the world for that. Um it's so yeah, really do feel 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 privileged to be able to able to do this kind of stuff. So anyway, that was that was a little deeper than I thought we were gonna get tonight, but yeah.
0: No, I mean it you know, I've obviously never done a marathon. Um but on just on a similar note, this year a lot of folks so when I did and I'm not equating this week to a marathon because honestly a marathon I would do what I did a hundred times out of a hundred over a marathon. But um this year I was, like, not going to do, like, I was just, I hadn't really been working out. I've been kind of in a slump. And I was like, ah, I don't think I'm going to do Murph. And I was sitting there, and I had been talking. It was like, you know, with, with Derek, we had, I talked to a bunch of different folks. And it was just like, fuck, man, like, you're not going to do a, a, not that, I mean, everybody hypes Murph up. It's not that fucking hard, even with the best. Like, yeah. it sucks, but it's just, you just grind through it, you and you get it grind. done. And it's like, am I really not going to do it? it's not about the workout. It's about, like, what it represents. And then I knocked it out, and I was like, well, I'm being a pussy. Like, that wasn't even that bad. And I was like, fuck it. I need to do something else. And so I just did, for the rest of the week, I just picked a different hero workout and built out the week um, and finished with Tillman on, actually ended up having to switch it to Saturday, then Friday, which is, Tillman's pretty shitty. That one, I was, those deadlifts get really heavy. It's uh, Yeah, I
1: don't even know what that one is up top of my head. So
0: it's seven rounds for time. Seven deadlifts at three fifteen, two hundred meter sprint, fifteen pull ups, and a forty five second rest, which is not a rest. It's like get Yeah, my yeah that's you just. And nine. so it's total of forty nine reps at three fifteen for deadlift, mm-hmm. and dude, mm-hmm. I was already sore as hell from mm-hmm. a couple of the other workouts, with that being the last one, and like I was like seeing Jesus pulling some of those. Mm-hmm. It was it was rough. Yeah. Um, and. You know, it was just, like, everything I had just to get those those deadlifts up. And then I, I kept rationalizing in my head, like, maybe I'll just do five rounds. Maybe, you know, you just start yeah, playing yeah, those yeah, little yeah, games. Yeah. And you you do, you have that same type of, <clears throat> am I really going to not do this fucking workout with why I'm doing it or whatever? I I have the ability. I have both my fucking legs. I've got my arms. The only reason I can't do this is because I'm telling myself I can't because it sucks. So I can fucking do it. And then you just kind of use that for a little bit of extra, you know, motivation to just kind of nut up and do what the fuck needs to be done and then, then get on with it. Cause, um, yeah. And I think, I think that's, that's needed because I, I know for myself, if I don't have something like that, sometimes I can just rationalize my way into not doing the shit I need to do or doing those hard things that I think, I think I'm better. The more I challenge myself, and the more I do that, and that's one of the reasons why the marathon appealed to me because I feel like to me it's like almost like the penultimate challenge because it's something I would never want to do in a million years is run 26 miles. I hate running. I don't like running three miles. And so with that, you know, it makes it that worthy pursuit because it's something I don't want to do and that in and of itself has value, um, which is why, I, you know, I, like I said, I want to try to do one in the fall. I think I'm got, definitely going to start training and try to knock one out depending on how the work schedule and everything goes.
1: Yeah man, no, I totally agree with you on that. That's
0: <clears throat> no no, that's
1: uh you can always you can always find a reason to dig deeper. Um and anytime you think you can't go anymore, like I'm willing to bet you're wrong, <laughs> uh, the only reason you, you might not be able to go anymore is if you actually say you can't go anymore. Uh because if you have the can't attitude then you know, once you say you can't you probably can't, but yeah. Um and I mean that like mentally, not like you you physically could go more, but like you meant yeah, anyway. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about on the, on that man? That's, uh, well, that's kind of how that went down. I guess disappointing, but yeah, still, still was able to get a, a five hundred one squat and a, a sub five hour marathon in, in the same week. So we'll, we'll kind of take that. That's the, the good little tagline sells better than I didn't, didn't hit <laughs> any of my goals
0: <laughs> yeah but I mean you didn't hit the specific goals but it's still one of those things you shot really high and still hit pretty high you know and you, you came up short but it's still pretty badass and like I said it's something that most folks can't do or wouldn't do you know, I'd, I'd say you're probably top 10% of the world on that shit how many people have done that you know so it's something to be proud of and Something to definitely continue your motivation as you strive for the, the one in the fall. But yeah, I think uh, we can kind of pivot off here and kind of talk about... We, we don't need to do a full episode or anything, but just kind of let folks know we're sitting with the, uh, the Couch to Mountain program, because I don't even know if you've gotten all the updates. We haven't really talked much. Um, it's been... Uh, not flying off the shelves, because it's digital, but like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> and free. Yeah. But it's... <laughs> uh, it, the downloads are insane. My phone and my watch never stop. Uh, it's pretty crazy, and uh, it's been awesome to see. I think we're – I tried to get the exact count. I'd have to count them up, but we're damn near – or or just over 200 downloads, um, which is way more than I thought we were going to get. Yeah. yeah and I, I know you as well. So it's been pretty pretty incredible. We've already been getting guys' uh, feedback that are hitting it, uh, getting tagged in, in social media posts. And it's been awesome. It's been incredible to see from my perspective. I, I know it, it is from yours as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's actually been crazy how uh, many kind of people it's actually got out to. Like guys that I barely even know, like um, from real life, not like Instagram or whatever. Like uh, one of my buddies I met at a wedding. I was a groomsman with him at a wedding uh, like we've actually never traded a single message in the first picture I get is, is it printed out on his desk? He's like a investment banker in like Charleston or something like that. <laughs> he was like down geared to this banker body. Uh, That's I was like, awesome. hell yeah, dude, it fired me up. Uh, yeah, no, I'm super excited, uh, to see what, uh, that yields for people and to, and to get feedback from it. Um, I know that style of training has yielded a lot for me. It's not what I'm doing now, uh, but it is what I'm doing or it's what I did to kind of, um, build the, you know, the functional base that I have now. Um, um, also excited to see uh, how much, you know, it, what what people want more of from it.
0: Um, yeah, because that's what we were actually just talking about before we started was uh, kind of what the future for the programs are because we are going to, we are going to develop and offer more programming. Um, a lot, you know, we offered th- this one initially. I wanted it to be free. Um, one, So folks can just get into it and see if they like the programming and that style of programming. And then two really is, uh, to set up that on-ramp for people to get into more advanced stuff. And that's what uh, Pete and I have been talking about developing uh, next. Um, about Pete and I, I mean, mostly Pete with kind of a little bit of my guidance and thoughts, but he does all the legwork and it's, it's pretty awesome watching him grow as he learns more and more, um, about programming. And so, yeah, I think we're we're talking we're going to offer a continuation of the Couch to Mountain kind of like the the advanced version and then sliding into a a strength and endurance one that's modeled uh, pretty much off of what Pete has done to train for his strength and um, for the powerlifting total and for the uh, marathon at the same time, which I really like because when you combine those two pursuits, it's still pretty applicable to military training. You know, going to the mountain like you have to be in have endurance, but still strength to carry an animal, to drag an animal, mm-hmm. um, or to obviously you know have you know kind of that combat focus for the military side. So it still fits perfectly in with kind of my training objectives for our programming. But yeah, if you want to touch on either one of those, Pete, I yeah, what so, you're thinking.
1: yeah, well, it, it'll be it'll be two I think that we'll, we'll uh, you know come out with in the next month or publish in the next month. Um, we got to come up with a better name for than just advance couch to mountain. Cause I presumably if you've done the first one, you're off the couch. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe put a poll up on the on e, uh IG page and see and get, get some, some naming ideas. Yeah, but, get some names. Uh yeah, so it'll be it'll be a continuation of that um probably about uh eight to twelve weeks long, um depending on um you know what what type of structure it has uh and and it'll it's going to be uh all that one is going to be all the same equipment that if you if you have what you need to do the cash mountain program you're not going to need to get anything else for the next program um because i do think that appeals to a lot of people and a lot of people uh that are following along with hunt lift eat because if you don't live somewhere that has a gym uh you don't really. Or you're not going to drive thirty minutes to gym. I wouldn't drive thirty minutes to the gym. <laughs> I'd be working no. out in my garage.
0: <laughs> that's why I built my garage gym because I hated driving to the gym on my days off. Like yeah. going back onto post, like it was, I hated it, and that's why I built out the gym.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so it's going to be uh, probably eight to twelve weeks, and a continuation of that um, with a little bit more variability uh, and, and just and some fresh stuff uh, that will. The f- four weeks you can't really build uh, too much um, in terms of scaling, right? Like, four weeks is just really when you're starting to hit your stride um, in, in terms of growth. But um, at eight weeks, you'll actually, I think, or eight to 12, especially 12 weeks, you'll be able to see uh, we'll probably have a, a couple of uh, like benchmark workouts in there at like week one, week four, or sorry, I guess we'd be week uh, one, five you know, nine. And then at the end, and you can kind of gauge everything based off of that. Um, and yeah, I think that'll, uh, Dude, Nala will not quit licking my feet. <laughs> I, it's like, dang, like Nala, get out of here. <laughs> Nala then, is my uh, little miniature uh, dachshund
0: <laughs> really likes to lick. Oh my
1: gosh. Sorry. Uh, yeah. I'm a large man that's no, 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 no. I'm gonna <laughs> have to edit this out. I'm a large man that's pretty ticklish. <laughs> <And> this is, <laughs> Nala. Yeah, anyway, so eight to 12 weeks. Um, and it, that'll, that's kind of the amount of time that you can really, really start to see some improvement. Um, uh, I mean, if you think about it, it's pretty reasonable to put, uh, oh, 10 pounds a month, 10 to 15 pounds a month on a lift. Um, for, especially for a novice lifter, you, can, you make a lot of fast gains uh, if, you're, if, you're, if your training status is pretty minimal or beginner. Um, and, and and you think, like, oh, th- three months is a long time to commit to, and you're like, oh, shoot, I just added 45 pounds to my bench press. Like, I think anyone would be happy if you could say, yeah, I can add 45 pounds to your bench press.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's something we've talked about in the past, too, is that there's so much out there right now. Um, it's... <sighs> everything has this, these, you know, three weeks to six pack abs or, you know, do this six week training program to lose 40 pounds of fat. Like it's all this like get rich quick shit. And the way you build lasting results is through consistent training. That's just day in day out. Mm -hmm. It's the grind and it takes years. Um, well, dude, I was listening to it was he was an Olympic weightlifting
1: coach, and he said straight up, well, he's actually an Olympic weightlifting champion first, and then a coach. Um, but he was like, I, "It is a fact that a, a, any, I assume it will take me three years to double any athlete strength that walks walks into my program. Three years. So if you're at, uh, you know, a three hundred pound, uh, you know, well. Yeah, three hundred pound bench. It will take you three years to get to six hundred pounds. Um, which, I mean, obviously you can pick that apart and you say, well, there's there's upward limits of that, but like that's that was his like baseline from like intermediate lifter to like advanced champion lifter was three years.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, it makes sense because you look at the guys that have that lasting strength, um, that true strength in in endurance or whatever. They just they've been doing it for a really long time. You can see a lot of results very quickly. Um, you know, in a three month program, you'll see some pretty awesome results, but if you want that shit to stick around, you have to have a lot of consistency. And that's something that a lot of folks struggle with. Um, I struggle with consistency. Um, you know, I consistently train strength, but like as far as my endurance training, I definitely fall off that. And I don't have very long lasting endurance training. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think 12 weeks is kind of the sweet spot for a program and then you can jump and in, in, pivot into something else uh, after some deload. And then it just keeps things fresh. Anything longer than three months, I start to get a little bored uh, personally with, with the yeah. same program over and over again. I like to have some variability. That's the, I, I basically maintain the same uh, basic training style, but just change things up a little bit. But having just any sort of consistent program is important. And I think this is going to be really, really awesome. I'm excited to see this one and then the you know second one that you – workout that's going to be a lot more gym focused, uh, barbell work, that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and the second one is going to be, um, a refined version of, and I say refined, um, I'll explain that later, but a refined version of, uh, what I did to get to, uh, the first, um, powerlifting, you know, strength or, or, uh, sorry, the first powerlifting and uh, marathon, um, where, I totaled at thirteen eighty eight and ran a four nineteen. It's the uh, program that uh, I you know I have uh, eight to ten on any given day. uh, Other guys that work out with me, and every single one of them have hit um, at least one lifetime PR uh, so far from from working out with with this type of programming. um, While simultaneously um, hitting mileage PRs for a lot of them. Um, I mean, to, t- to, see dudes, uh, adjust their squat max up to something that they've never hit in their life, uh, or they're repping what their old PR was. And then to turn around and like two weeks later, uh, crank out a 10 miler, you know, with me is like, it's, it's pretty awesome to see, um, that at- works, you know, across a-, a pretty good subset. I mean, 10 people is 10 people, but, um, to just to see that kind of progress uniformly across the board is pretty cool. And I'm excited to share it with everyone. Um, it's brutal. Uh, the first day in the gym, you're going to do 10 sets of five to 60% of your squat max. Um, and it's going to take you like 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> um, and then, and then you're going to do a Metcon and then you're going to do abs afterwards, right? It's, it's, it sucks. Um, but it's awesome. Uh, it's, it's what th- this is the I say refine because when I built originally I I think I put too much uh, I think we were working Alex like, it was six days a week every week ended up maybe doing six days a week a third of the weeks just because you'd get to Friday and be, and be like dude I I, I cannot I'm, I'm not, I can't yeah. anymore yeah um so we're gonna refine that and and it's gonna be more of a reflection of what like I actually did as opposed to uh, what I had originally planned. Um, and it, but it's also not going to, uh, take everyone up to a marathon, right? It's going to uh, typically, and in fact, I just built, um, sort of a, a customized program for, um, a new client. And I think that probably the sweet spot we're going to train him at is, uh, we're not going to break seven to 10 miles, uh, in, unless he puts a, endurance event on the calendar right like it's it's just too much to just peek at that unnecessarily um but we can i can include i'll include notes there how to tweak that and how to peek all all that stuff and it's probably best if you're trying to do something like that for us to just have a conversation outside of the 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 program so i can i can share some hard learned lessons with everyone but or, or with you but so that's what the second program is going to look like um also need to come up with a better name than just Strength Times Endurance. I don't I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> maybe some like Greek God or something. I don't know. Like, just uh,
0: leave the name into me. I yeah, did a pretty yeah. good job on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'll
1: just do the running and
0: the lifting and you can do the branding. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. I'll do. I know my role. Yeah, no, I'm super stoked,
1: to, super stoked to show that one though because um, that's, I don't know, what I consider like my most original uh work um because it truly is uh and i mean i say original i mean nothing is original it's all inspired by something i've you know bits and pieces come from you know this guy and and this guy and this guy and it's all um you know you'll see rob shaw chad wesley smith uh, who's a thousand pound squatter uh, you know all these guys contributed um their work not like personally it's not like they were like here peter but you know what i'm saying like their their work contributed to this um but the combination of it all and, and how it fits together and the uh, and the results that that it got me and, it, and it's getting you know uh my team at work um that's what i'm really excited to share uh, with everyone just having been now through uh what uh, I'm losing track three four iterations of, of different cycles of programming we' you know trying to do uh, strength and running at the same time um, so yeah super stoked to see uh, what that yields for everyone because it's just I think it's just such a foreign concept um, and like we talked about in previous podcasts like uh, that it's one of the reasons I'm so passionate about this is uh, or why uh, this the the running and the lifting, Together is what stuck with me is because uh, you know, for the for the longest time, you know, we got told that you can't do both. Um, and it turns out you can. Um, and guys that are naturally strong, running's a weakness, they they don't want to give up one for the other. Um and if and if one or both is not your jam, it's fine. But uh I know there's plenty of especially in the military dudes that want to be uh, able to run and lift like period, like bigger, faster, stronger. Right. Um, and I'd never really found something that, uh, sort of cracked the code. Uh, like it was always, you know, they say like to steal this one from Tim Ferriss, but like scratching on edge, like this is my big edge and I've been scratching it for a year and a half now. So
0: <laughs> no, it's awesome. This is definitely the one I'm the most excited about. Um, I did, I've done bits and pieces of the couch to mountain, uh, a pool of specific workouts and then tweak it into my workout. I definitely like it for what I, my exact goals right now. I can't, I don't think I can do the entire thing straight through, but it's a, it's awesome programming, but I am excited to get, you know, to do it with a barbell. I think there's a few of those workouts and that's one of the reasons why I've kind of not done the full bore into the couch to mountain one is that I just like the barbell work. And so I'm excited to have the, the combination of the two and then have the focus on running as well. So it's going to be good shit. I'm stoked for the – I'm just – I'm excited just for all the programming and training going forward. Um, we're going to build out a lot of different stuff, and I think we're just barely at the tip of the iceberg here for what we have going forward, I'm excited as hell about it. Yeah, me too, man. Um, but, yeah, man, I think we can go ahead and start wrapping this one up today. Uh, what what closing thoughts you got?
1: Um, well, uh, I'm excited to, to – to get number three uh start working on number three or the third attempt to really number four marathon um uh gonna take a little little bit of a break um and not not get too heavy but uh i'm excited to just keep keep grinding at this and i'm also very very excited that um as we start to get more of this out there to connect and and help people do the same um i've just I, I sound like i feel like i sound like a broken record but I've just watched um what people have been able to do with this um i mean i've got a i'm rambling a little bit at this point but you know there's a there's a chick uh, uh, a female i should say that is uh can squat 230 um and is going to run 10 miles with me this week like female that weighs like 140 pounds it's pretty badass yeah like so um yeah i'm i'm very 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 excited to to see what this does for for the people that take um, take on the challenge. Um, so, um, and you can find me at Instagram uh, at pw sunderland uh, s u um, n d e r l a n d. Super happy to connect with anyone that's already doing Couch to Mountain. Um, happy to uh, give any uh, insights or anything I can into your own training plan. Um, and it, it really does fire me up anytime. Uh, someone tags me in a story or whatever from the Couch from Mountain, because um, if they, uh, I know that if they if they did the workout, then they had a good workout that day.
0: So yeah, it's been pretty awesome seeing some of the pictures of like pools of sweat on the gym floor. Everybody's it's, everybody's talking about it on uh, on the social. So it's it's been pretty awesome. Uh, you guys, if you want to, if you don't have it already, if you're one of the the folks that listens to this that hasn't downloaded yet, go ahead and do that. Go to uh, huntlifteat.com. Um, go up to the top, we got all our like little menu tabs and go to training programs and it's the only one up there. It's free. You just gotta ch- you check out like normal, but you don't have to put any credit card information in. You'll get a link to download it, uh a PDF file, and then you can keep it, print it off, give it to people, whatever. Like that's fine, that's why we have it. So uh we would prefer if you send them to the website, but if you just wanna give them a copy, that's no problem. We just want as many folks as possible to get up, get off the couch and start getting ready for the season. Um, if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me at Luke.D.Cox. D uh, Cox. Follow the Hunt Lift Eat page at Hunt Lift Eat Official. Um, we just got the gym line, and I went and picked it up today. It is not. Uh, I gotta do all the inventories, get it sorted, get it ready for uh, to go up on the website, and all that. So we have a lot of work ahead of us. Um, so I'm shooting for. I don't know, probably mid July for the drop. Cause we're leaving for a, a two week vacation, the, the wife and I, so we're gonna have to put a pause on all, on all orders and everything. Um, but yeah, so we're going to, we're going to push through with the gym line. So we definitely are excited for that. We put some sneak peek photos up and we've had a lot of great feedback, especially on the women's stuff. So ladies get ready. we're finally going to push that stuff for you guys. Uh, we also got two new hats that we're going to drop and we'll have some pictures and all that stuff up. But as always, I appreciate the hell out of you guys, uh, Keep looking out for all the new content coming out. We appreciate it. Thanks.